0: Welcome back to The Right Hook with George Hook on the day, of course, where uh, we're co-locating with City West for the EY uh, Entrepreneur of the Year Awards. So much excitement out at City West. Bill Hughes, welcome to the program. (laughs) Good evening, George. Uh, So you're doing the essential songs. Give me a year. Nineteen. Sixty-seven. Oh, I love it. Oh, no, this is great. Now, I'm single. Uh, I'm dancing up a storm on Saturday and Sunday nights. Uh, I'm listening to pop music. So I'm going to be pretty excited here. And you kick off with? Well, I'm 12 and I'm in our kitchen in a Thai County
1: Gildare looking at the telly on top of the fridge with my sisters screaming at the telly because who's on the telly? The monkeys.
0: I used to watch them too. You know, it was fantastic. And because, so, yeah, but see, I didn't see television until nineteen sixty-two. Oh yeah,
1: well, it came into Ireland in sixty-one.
0: Yeah, well, so, I be yeah. yeah, but I mean, I didn't even have the BBC with the thing on the roof, like because down in Cork, you couldn't pick it up. So therefore. I only saw, I was 21 when I first saw television. Wow. And I used to watch The Monkeys every week. They were brilliant. They, they were, were brilliant. It was
1: so funny. Um, and the song that, in fact, it was the last number one of 1966. But then for the first eight weeks of 1967, if it was number one, it became the biggest selling song of 1967, our year of choice. And the song is I'm a Believer, The Monkees. Am I
0: right in thinking it was written by?
1: You are. Mr. Neil Diamond, yeah. written also in the Brill Building. George, <laughs> we have to do something about the Brill Building. <laughs> yeah. But so the monkeys were put together. I don't know if we ever covered this by uh, Robert. Bob Rafelson, the film director, and Who his did friend Bert Schneider, a Jack
0: Nicholson, five movie. easy pieces, five easy pieces, yes. yeah. Well, did he
1: do the oh, He put them together. He was the kind
0: of Louis Walsh of America. Yeah, it was his
1: idea. It was right. his idea. Because his yes, none of them could
0: sing or dance or of play music. Of course they could.
1: Of course they could. They were marvelous. So Davy Jones, it was built around Davy Jones because Davy he Jones is jockey. Uh, And also, he was the Artful Dodger on Broadway in Oliver. And he was nominated for the Tony Award. Wow. And he performed as the Artful Dodger on the Ed Sullivan Show, this little British boy, the same night that the Beatles arrived on the Ed Sullivan Show and performed. So there's a whole, it's really funny as he was just kicking off.
0: Now, the drummer... Uh, I'm going to steal your thunder here. This is 1967, and I don't get much chance to talk (laughs) like that. This is fantastic. Mickey Dolenz, whose father was a film
1: star. Uh, He was. But Mickey Dolenz is also the lead vocalist on I'm a Believer. Ah, Because they decided that his voice was perfectly suited to this Neil Diamond song. And this is before
0: anybody knew who Neil, Neil Diamond was. All right. So... Then two Michaels, one of them called Tork, I think. No, Peter Tork. Peter Tork and Michael? Nesmith. Nesmith, yeah. Nesmith.
1: And he had a fabulous song later in the 70s called I Think I Will Travel to Rio. Which is just gorgeous. You'd really? love it. It's a driving song. It's for you in the car. It's really, okay. really good. Right. Spotify right. it. I know you will. I will. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm a believer. Great oh. song. Yeah. Really, really good. As you said, composed by Neil Diamond. It's one of their. There are 40 songs that, in their career, sold more than 10 million
0: physical copies. Actual. Records. No. And this is one yeah, of them. And this is one of Alright, listen, what an intro. The combined intro, the combined intellect of uh, Hughes and Hook, they're coming to bring it all to bear on the Neil Diamond song performed by the monkeys. I'm a believer. I thought love was only true and fair.
2: someone else, but not for me. My love was out to get me, that's the way it seemed, disappointment haunted all my dreams. Then I saw her face, now I'm a believer, not train. Saw her face Now I'm a believer Not a trace A doubt in my mind On her face, and now I'm a believer.
0: Well, that was the monkeys. I'm a believer. Bill Hughes' first choice of his essential song of 1967. Coming up next, Waterloo Sunset, The Kinks. Yeah, what was the name of the fellow used to sing? There were two. There were Ray, Ray
1: Davies and Ray Dave, Dave Davies. Davies. Yeah. yeah, they were the they were the key. Ray Davies was the main man. Yeah, uh, the, I like this. I like this very much. This means an awful lot to me because this was kind of uh, breaking away from other older sounds and more established sounds. This was kind of playing with musical styles. And I liked the fact that it played across between, they themselves said they were a cross between music hall, folk and country. That they weren't just rock or pop. They were something okay. very, very different. Uh, Muswell Hill was their birthplace in London. So, oh, London. Yeah, I had
0: an apartment in Muswell Hill. Did you? Well, if, if a one-room uh, bed set. hmm uh with uh, I shared with a prop forward. We were both about nineteen. He was a prop forward on the London Irish under 19's I remember. Moswell Helia yeah. Up there um Karl Marx is buried up there in the uh, in the park, in the graveyard up there. Do you know that? No, I didn't know that. Highgate. It's Muswell Hill and Hyde. Yeah. Oh, very good. 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 All right. So, anyway, the Kinks in Muswell Hill, Waterloo Sunset. Yeah, they were
1: big at the time. Now, when they The song is. uh, There were huge rumors at the time. Uh, That it was about um, the romance between two big British celebrities of the moment. That it was, you know, these these people, it was a fantasy about this romance. And it was Julie Christie and Terence Stamp who were both starring in the number one movie of the time, Far From the Madding Crowd. But uh, it was very passionate. They were very... They would have been very early uh, fodder for the celebrity hunters. Right, but okay. uh, in fact, Ray Davies later said that it wasn't about them. It was much more poignant than that. Because at the time, his sister and her boyfriend had decided to take the £10 assisted passage to Australia and leave. At the time you could, for £10, That's right. you could get your sail, sail to Australia and be set up with a job and get a work permit. And so they weren't big enough in terms of financially viable enough to be able to say, please stay in Britain, we look after you. Their, their royalties started to come in about two years later and uh, then they would have been in a position right, to. Okay. So
0: it was, it was kind of heartbreaking for him to have to uh, say uh, goodbye. Terence Stamp made, made his breakthrough, it was a great movie, uh, with Laurence Olivier, uh, and Laurence Olivier was a school teacher, and Stamp was a bit of a bully. And I, I'm trying to remember who the female actress was, but uh, but a uh, Term of Trial, do you oh, remember? No, I don't. Yeah, have really got me there. And then he was in Billy Budd, I think.
1: Yeah, turned Stamp. Well, he was an amazing looking man, and then yeah. years later, he got a whole new following. Because he played the nasty, spiteful old drag queen in Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. That's right. And he was brilliant in Absolutely. It. He was absolutely brilliant. So, so, who wrote
0: go. this thing? It wasn't in the Brill Building, I suppose. No, no
1: this was written by the kinks themselves. Oh, <laughs> by, by, by Ray <laughs> In Davies. Moswell Hill. Yes, in Moswell Hill. And uh, they were part of the Great British Invasion. They were part of the mid 60s British invasion of the US, and as a result, they had so many uh, hit songs. That you really got me was one of their big ones. Oh, yeah. Lola was one of oh, their. I big like ones. Lola. Lazing on a Sunday, sunny oh, afternoon. Yeah. You know, they're beautiful, beautiful songs. Um, they were uh, inducted into the UK Music Hall of Fame in November two thousand and five. They were inducted into the American Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, they've won Ivor Novello awards, and they they, they really have had a, a glittering career. But they split up as a group. Um, And Ray Davies is a very impressive solo performer and is revered by so many musicians as being a hugely influential figure.
0: Just the interesting thing there, when you mentioned all those songs like Lazing on an Afternoon and Lola and so on, it brought me back to your original comment. Like they weren't easily pigeonholed as a pop band or rock band or whatever. So therefore we ought to give it a lash Uh, It's swinging around in the turntable at the moment at 78 revolutions per minute. Waterloo Sunset and the Kinks. (laughs)
2: I am so li-
0: of All right, uh, Ray Davis there. The Kinks and Waterloo. Sunset, the final one. The final one. One of the great voices of the 60s. Yeah. One of the great female voices of the
2: 60s. Yeah.
1: But she was part of a group. Her name was Judith Durham. And the group was called The Seekers. And they had a song called Georgie
0: Girl. Now, one, wasn't there the New Seekers as well as the Seekers? The New Seekers didn't come to the 70s and or they a, came after the Seekers. A, right, but different group.
1: Different group completely. And then
0: before the Seekers, there was the Springfields.
1: Well, the Springfields, the, the thing about the Springfields is that Tom Springfield wrote this song. You wrote Georgia Girl
0: because I always thought that's the, the only Se- connection. All right, I always thought the Seekers were a poor man's Springfield. Well. Perhaps, that's I true. Mean, but I, I, I wouldn't have thought now Judith Durham was better than Dusty Springfield.
1: Ah, no, Judith Durham wasn't. No, oh, right. Dusty okay. Springfield is. And I, but Judith Durham had one of the most memorable voices. When you think of the hits, you know, I Know I'll Never Find Another You, A World of Our Own, Morningtown Ride, uh, Georgie Girl, The Carnival Is Over. Oh, like, yeah, I like those, that. Those, those yeah. picks? That's, that's Judith yeah, Durham's voice, the great voice. No. But, but think, go, let's go back to this song. This song is called Georgie Girl. It was written for the movie, George Gar- Redgrave. Lynn Redgrave. Yeah. It was nominated for the Academy Award for What's Best that? Song. Now, you're going to laugh when you know who else wrote this song. No. Tom Springfield wrote the music and the lyrics were written by Jim Dale.
0: You're kidding me. I am not. Jim, the carry on. <laughs>
1: yes. Jim Dale wrote the lyrics. Go away. Yeah. And Jim Dale got nominated for an Oscar for this. (laughs) So, but Jim Dale, uh, what a career anyway. Like he replaced Michael Crawford on Broadway in Barnum.
0: Did he? Yeah,
1: he was sensation. I saw him on Barnum, and he had to do that tightrope walk every night on stage. He was fantastic. But Jim Dale, he used to be such an annoying. He was. He picked up the mantle of Norman Wisdom in terms of screaming. <laughs> he was always the secondary guy to Sid James in the Carry Ons. Yeah. he was always the skinny little plumber or the yeah. weed or whatever. But anyway, that that's who they wrote this song and they wrote the song for the movie, uh, Georgie Girl and the the version that was chosen to go on the recording was by an Australian, an, a little-known Australian group called The Seekers. And as a result of this, they became the first Australian group to um, reach the top of the charts outside of Australia. And... They were to achieve chart success in the United States and the United Kingdom. Uh, they were hugely popular though. There they, they was Judith Durham on vocals and piano, uh, Athol Guy on double bass, Keith Potker on 12 string guitar and Bruce Woodley. So they, Judith was the only one that was remembered from the band um, and then they had that string of fabulous singles. But uh, Jim Dale, I I just, there's something about him. He has received two Grammy Awards recently for reading the Harry Potter books. He's the, he's the voice of the Harry Potter books on the audiobooks. And he's won the Grammy twice for that. And Jim Sp- uh, um, Tom Springfield was the brother of Dusty Springfield. So Tom's real number, uh, real name was Dion O'Brien. And Dusty was Yeah, because Mariano the
0: O'Briens were from Kerry. They were. From Ballyhig in Kerry. Yes. Distantly related to the great Ryle Nugent at RTE. Oh, really? Yeah, distant. Very distant, but distant. I recognise the beehive. But All everybody right. in Kerry is related to each other. It's a bit like West Virginia, you know. Well, they say that from Daniel O'Connell's
1: time, that Daniel O'Connell possibly fathered 120 children.
0: Yeah, the brat. If you threw a stone <laughs> you of hit Daniel O'Connell's brat. <laughs> All right, it, it is The Seekers. Um, Georgie Girl, written for the movie, penned by Tom Springfield and Jim Dale, chosen by Bill Hughes for his last essential song of uh, 1967. Hang on, we're going to Bobby Kerr next and the EY Entrepreneur of the Year Awards. Thanks, Hey there,
2: Georgie girl, swinging down the street so fancy free, nobody you meet could ever see the loneliness there, inside you. Hey there, Georgie girl, why do all the boys just pass you by, could it be you just don't try? Bring out all the love you hide And oh, what a change there'd be To the world would see A new Georgie girl. You can't always run away Don't be so scared of changing and rearranging yourself It's time for jumping down from the shell. A little bit Hey there, Georgie girl There's another Georgie deep inside Bring out all the love you hide And oh, what a change there'd be